Welcome to the Nightly Muse. This is your host, Tanaya Shay. And uh, we're getting back after it. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys a story about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute to just say right here and tell you how I ate a grilled cheese sandwich with tomato soup for the first time yesterday, and it was delightful. Um, I might have messed up the lyrics to Fresh Prince, but y'all, <laughs> fall is my favorite season, um, and the season of fall in my life lasts for like two weeks, and then it gets really cold, and I don't really enjoy it. But fall and spring are kind of like, you know, the two seconds of spring before it gets hot, and the two seconds of fall before it gets like unbearably cold are just delightful. But yesterday it was cold. And um, I went to this place called Optimist Hall. I had a meeting with a friend named Gage. Shout out, Gage. And uh, I went to this place called Papi Queso. It's a grilled cheese joint. And um, I tried a mushroom grilled, mushroom gruyere. Wow. So, so it was expensive and bougie. Um, and then I found out that I had car troubles the next day. So wish I didn't do that. But anyway, um, mushroom gruyere and it was supposed to have bacon on it, but it didn't, but it tasted delightful. And, um, I had that with, um, a tomato soup and believe it or not, I've never had grilled cheese and tomato soup. Being from Africa, we have this thing called rice and stew, um, which goes on like the rice or as a side with peanut butter rice or sadza, whatever. I might have said sadza wrong, but anyway, it is it is what it is. Um, in other languages, inflection um, can change the word or the pronunciation in terms of like emphasis, inflection, things of that nature. So whether it's sadza or sadza, I'm not sure. You might think that I just said the same word, but apparently I may not have. But anyway, um, it's a frustrating thing about languages. I've never had grilled cheese and tomato soup as a combo. Um, And y'all, it was the most delightful experience I've ever had. That's obviously hyperbole, but it was up there. Um, The grilled cheese was just decadent and perfect and then the the soup all like the soup alone tasted great and then when you dip the grilled cheese in the soup game changer absolute game changer um yeah so one shout out low fly um shout out grilled cheese sandwiches with tomato soup it was like a creamy tomato like bisque type it was so bisque that's a nice word it was so good. So good. Um, perfect portion, too. Like, it wasn't a super small cup. It had some depth to it. And it took some time, like, to finish the sandwich and to finish the, the soup. Um, just a great, great, great opportunity and experience, one might say. Um, all right, so we're doing well. Uh we are in the final 10 push of season one. I'm really excited. It's been a long time coming, and 
hopeful to have some guests in these last 10 episodes. Not all of them, but as we get this stuff done, I would love to have some friends, family on the pod. Um, haven't done that as much as I want to. Um, and yeah, we're just, we're having a great time. A great team. <laughs> um, so EP, it's really not an EP because hold on. Whooping out the handy dandy phone to, uh, research things. All right. Um, okay. So an LP, it's a long play, is a full-length album, okay? An EP is an extended play, which is half-length of an album. These, um... So LP and album are interchangeable, and... I'm doing more or more of a full length project than an EP, but it's not exactly, I mean, I'm doing eight songs. Okay. And so there is like, um, a few songs more than an EP and a few songs less than a normal LP. So I don't really know what it is. We're just going to call it a project. But anyway, um, I got to meet with, um, somebody that's going to help with, you know, some of the post-production stuff. Um, I got to have conversations with a buddy of mine who's going to be doing the cover art and another buddy that's going to be doing the cover art for the single. And I'm just like, man, like, this is amazing. Um, One, I got to pray for my friend afterwards, which is really cool. Um, I'm not, um, that isn't, that's something I've been growing in, in terms of my confidence in like being led by the spirit. And, and some of it is like, (laughs) there's certain things in the faith that are kind of always good. Like you don't necessarily need the spirit to lead you to pray for somebody because you should always be praying for people. And if you feel like you should pray for that person, then pray for them. But, um, you know, the line between being led by the spirit and, you know, my own action, I guess, as I come into the faith, shouldn't I always be led by the spirit? There are a lot of theological things that we say that I'm like, uh, I don't necessarily know what the fullest extent of this is supposed to be. Um, but anyway, had a lot of cool meetings that got me really excited about this project. And one of the things that I've just been kind of coming to terms with is that this project is probably going to take a lot longer than I want it to. Um, hopefully the single comes out and it gets people really excited about what I'm doing. Um, but it's going to take some time. And uh, yeah, I'm just kind of learning to, I feel like a lot of what I've been talking about lately, where I've been personally, is just learning to be okay with like... Um, Learning to be okay in the present, like where I am, and not worrying about tomorrow, not worrying about what the next steps are, but just kind of like focusing in on the current. And it's helped because I'm not good at that in other areas, as I explained in other situations, like, you know, my singleness and stuff like that. Like, it's very 
when you get comfortable in the space that has been familiar and you don't really want to be there, then you're like always focusing on the next thing. And so I'm learning to be better there. Um, but like with my work and feeling like God's going to call me back to Charlotte one day. And it's like, okay, that can be a statement that I leave in the, you know, that is in the universe. That is something that I feel like will happen at some point, but I don't need to be stressed about how that's going to play out. Cause honestly, I don't know. God could not do that and call me somewhere else. Um, but with my perspective and how I've lived and what I've experienced thus far, like Charlotte is somewhere that I'd want to be again one day. Right. And okay. I can worry about how that plays out or I can just be locked in in Davidson and make Davidson home. Cause that's where I'm working and where I'm serving right now. And that's okay. Um, and so that has been a really pleasurable experience in terms of just learning to be okay where I am and where God's placed me. Um, and that's been good. It's been really good. Um, so that has been something that I've been learning and it's been kind of spilling over into other areas of my life in a good way, right? Like it's good to, to rest in that truth with other things that excite you and you want to, you know, I want this project to be done. I want this album to be done. I want to have it out there. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, let it take time because it's going to take time. And you want it to be good. Not because you're trying to make it perfect, but because you're trying to do it right. And let it take time. There's no rush. This is your first one. Might be your only one. Who knows? And just, you know, put the time into it that it deserves. Um, And so... I'm having fun and <laughs> and I uh I had a grilled cheese sandwich for the first time with tomato soup. I had a mushroom grilled cheese sandwich with tomato soup. So it was a very interesting combo, but it was it was so good. So so good. And uh <laughs> tomorrow's episode um tomorrow night's episode i will talk about another first that i experienced that was hilarious and that i've been laughing about today um and it's probably not a first but it was a necessity in the situation that felt like a first because i usually don't do the thing that i did and uh it's gonna be fun um but yeah i just wanted to have an episode to come out and just talk and about the things that i'm excited about um, and, uh, I don't know, to kind of harp on the thing that I kind of brushed over with my car. And I feel like this has just been a, a new learned experience as I, uh, with like my mentals and spirituality and whatnot, like learning, somebody asked me how I was doing yesterday and, and I was like, not great. And then I paused and I was like, actually, that's not true. My car is not doing great, but I'm actually doing fine. And that was an interesting moment for me because I so often I feel like we allow our circumstances to dictate our like emotions and our feelings. And there's space for that because that's true. Like our circumstances can tear you down, they can break you down. Um but there was a moment of like 
you know, this, a joy, uh, the, in our faith, right? The faith that I prescri- prescribe to, ascribe to. I cannot remember which, which, uh, which word is correct there. But anyway, um, the, the faith that I hold on to, we'll just say that. Um, this concept of joy, right? A joy that transcends circumstance. Um, I wasn't like out here just, you know, hunky dory. My car, I was driving um, to Staples, not a sponsor, but where I was getting filing paper from or filing folders. And um, I got on an exit that I was not like it was the exit before the exit I needed to get on. And then all of a sudden, as I was driving down the road to get to where I was trying to go, my car just freaked out. And the check engine light came on. And then there's this lightning bolt with inverted parentheses that came on. And then the traction one came on. And I was like, well, this is a lot. I'm going to call my mechanic. (laughs) Called my mechanic. And he was like, this is when I knew things weren't going well. His initial response to what I just said happened was, can your car even move right now and i was like oh hell this is this is gonna (laughs) this is gonna be expensive and so i just i was like i said luckily i was a a straight shot from my uh, mechanic i couldn't drive over 25 miles an hour i couldn't drive over 25 miles an hour which is probably annoying for the people behind me but uh, i put my hazards on and i just kind of coasted there and uh yeah, it was expensive. I'm getting my car actually in a little bit. And um, all that being said, it was stressful. You know, car problems seem to not happen during times where you can afford them or, you know, budget for them. Um, being formally poor, because I'm currently not, because I have a job that pays the bills. But being formally in that situation, you don't really get like my sister has been getting on me about having an emergency fund and I'm like hey I don't have like um, excess funds to just be throwing all over the place like I mean yes I need to have an emergency fund but I'm also like not in a financial situation where I can just be like here's tithe here's that here's my emergency fund here's that here's that now what I do need to do is just start building it proportionately to how much money that I have and not thinking that I have to be putting like a ton of money in there. Cause that's what, what, that's what I keep stuttering. That's what happens. I think the mindset is that we think, you know, there's incremental growth and then we are trying to do something exponential and we just need to do it incrementally. But anyway, I'm going on a tangent that I don't need to go on right now. The point of what I was trying to say is I was okay. Like I was calling people, I may have said some words that I probably should not repeat on this podcast, but I was very frustrated. I called people, finally found somebody, thank you, Matt, I love you, that picked me up, took me to Staples, and then dropped me off at the office. And then my roommate, Will, um, who is also my coworker, uh, he had some stuff that he needed to take to a place that I actually needed to be at. So I was like, hey, I'll help you, and can you also give me a ride? And... He was like, yeah, sure. And so got a ride to the to the barn where I needed to be, helped him, and then was able to, you know, do the things I needed to do there, got a ride home. And while I was at the barn, that was when somebody asked me, you know, hey, how are you? How are you doing? And I was fine. God gave me what I needed. There were people that provided uh, rides. I... 
I got the things done that I needed to get done. Um, I had a productive day. I felt good, although I'm like kind of fighting congestion again. Like I was, I was doing well and to see God's provision though I was stressed. I'm like, you know what? It's going to be okay. I can, you know, I'll figure it out. And yeah, like it was an annoying inconvenience through that inconvenience, I, I got to see people care for me in a way that I needed. Um, my car is going to be fixed and it's okay. And in that moment, I was like, yeah, my car isn't okay, but I'm, I'm doing well actually. And I just think that there's something there. I don't necessarily have a super deep word for you, but I do think that there is a joy that transcends circumstance. And the more that you tap into that, the happier you will be. And, and the more fruit um, will come from that. Like, you know, talking about my car and people are like, you know, I wish I was a little more joyful. Like, I, it's not my fault, I guess. But just thinking about that, like having a joyful disposition in the midst of, of chaos, in the midst of circumstantial strife is also something that's attractive to people on the outside. Hey, why are you happy right now? You just told me that your car is in the shop and that you're tired of forking out cash for it. Fifi, Phoenix, she has just been killing you. Why are you happy? Yeah, because all of the other things that happened that were absolutely godsends, that's why I'm happy. And, and my circumstance doesn't define me. It's just my circumstance. And so, I don't know. Maybe there's something there. I hope you enjoyed that little tangent that took our 10-minute episode to an 18-minute episode. I love you guys. Shout out Lowfly. Um, we've got nine more episodes after this. We are on the home stretch. Wow. This is awesome. So I am, uh, I'm the host, Tanayashe. This is the podcast, The Nightly Muse. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Also, sorry, Lowfly. My gosh, he's doing the uh, intro, theme, intro theme for Life in Between. You should go check that out. Season two will be dropping soon. Um and he's just stellar and i'm so thankful that god put him in my life and y'all should check out his stuff shine um all of it i mean there's so much more um he does type beats he he's just so cool and so like a kanye type beat even though kanye's you know problematic right now he's kind of always problematic but anyway shout out low fly from the bottom of my heart from all of my heart, from the depths, from the shallows, from the mid-levels. Shout out to the fly. And I love you guys. And uh, I'm super excited for how this finishes out. Peace.